We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, I, I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are 1,084 days into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams. How are you today, Bruce? Healthy and alive. Um, doing well. Uh, here on the home front, finally getting some movement uh, with the kitchen repairs. That's good. Um, and it's about time. But uh, hopefully we'll have them done this month. So good news. There. That's good. That's good. I, I'm happy to hear that you'll finally have a, a, a working household once again, and you will have to stop ordering and, and eating out and, and all the rest of that stuff. I'm happy to hear that you'll have that back in order. Are, are you planning on putting all of that once you have it finished? Are you planning on putting all of that on, on TikTok when you're done? Yeah. No. No? Why not? You want the world I, to see? I don't, even have, I don't even have the app on any of my uh, devices, so yeah, it'd be a little yeah, difficult was, to do. I was actually, I don't either. I, I was actually, I was reading that if you have that app on your phone, this is actually in like their terms of service. If you have that app on your phone, then they have the ability to access a microphone on another device that's not even connected to your phone. How's that even possible? I honestly, I've, I've heard some things about uh, TikTok and they, they've been saying that and they've said, um, if you remove TikTok from your device, they still have access to information on your device even after you've removed it and all these kind of things. And I'm kind of, uh, I'm, I'm going, uh, first of all, I'm not really sure how that got by um, the, the various companies like Apple and Google. Because now, to be fair, I don't think Apple and Google really care necessarily. The, the problem is, is this cuts into their um, advertising market. This cuts into their bottom line. You know, some of their... Uh, markets they're trying to uh, monopolize. So they would have stopped that uh, because they want to cut. So unless TikTok is giving the information to Apple and Google as well, I'm surprised that they haven't caught this and, and figured this out beforehand. So that leaves me to believe that while you have the app on your system, true, they are taking everything. Like, supposedly they can take things like even your keystrokes and things that you typed even well, if you didn't google, send it and all those apple kind of and things google maybe. do that anyway they, apple and google do that anyway they already do so that you have, yeah you don't have to yeah, worry they, about tiktok doing that those other companies are going to scrape that data yeah i mean even if you don't have a if you're one of those that don't have a um a smartphone as an example but you have a gmail account same thing with gmail if you if you type up something let's say you type up a draft 
and you type it up and you're like, ah, I don't know, I'm not going to send this and you delete it. That was already saved and sent to the Google servers that that's on their system. So even if you deleted it, even if you didn't send it, even if it was just a draft that it never even got, you know, it, it's never seen the light of day. It's on Google system and they that know sucks. what you typed. That sucks. Yep. That really sucks. And I, I mean, I, I knew that years ago, but my God, man, that's like, why would you why would you even bother with these companies after you after hearing that? Why would you even bother with them? What other option do you have, though? In this in this environment I mean, that we're in now, there are uh, there are know. options, very few, but there are options. We talked about some of those on our encrypted phones podcasts. Uh, feel free to go back and give that a listen if you haven't already. A lot of information in there, and we'll be updating that in regular intervals as well. So that's not the only, but that's the second one we've done on those. We'll be doing more of those. Uh, we can actually we can but, probably go other ways uh, with that too. I was actually thinking on that. Uh, we don't necessarily have to, to talk that. about phones. But we can talk about all like even like PC options and uh, laptop options and and fo- other phone to options. To that, that though, it doesn't matter if you're if you're corporate. It doesn't matter. I mean, if you're corporate and you have a, a business phone, you're you're not at you you don't have the benefit of being able to just you know change the ROM out on it. You're True. you're not going to be True. allowed to do well, that. Well, to and be if you fair, have you know business accounts and those kind of yeah. things. To be fair, yeah, to to be fair to corporations, okay, you don't get a run of the mill smartphone when you work for these corporations. You you just don't, at least up to a certain level. You you do up to a certain level. And once you hit a certain point, then you get a special device. If they have Android devices, if they have Apple devices, which a lot of corporations do, and I don't understand why, I think that's crazy. I think that's insane for a corporation. Yeah, I think it's insane. Yeah, trust them. Yeah, trust them. Don't worry about it. I think that's insane for corporations to be using Apple devices. But uh, some of these higher up corporate devices that uh, employees like executives and things get, they will be specifically tailored with custom versions of, of Android and they will be completely sealed off, kind of like the phones we were discussing, you know, the uh, uh, the black phones we were discussing that you can make yourself. They They basically do almost the same thing. But... With a corporate system, it's a little bit more secure in in a sense of like uh, your messaging and things that they use on like enterprise servers. That is all internal and sealed off and there's no back doors into it, uh, that kind of stuff. So you have to go through like their corporate internet and security features and all that stuff. So that's a little different. You and I actually looked into that, at least establishing a system like that. And that's not for the average person for the average expense account, is it? No, you, you need to be a... At at least um, someone that, well, let's put it this way. If you're someone that has hundreds of thousands of dollars on hand and it's like, you know, a couple bucks to you or a hundred bucks, even the equivalent of a hundred bucks to you, then yeah, you, that, that that software might be for you, you know, that, that system. Uh, but if you're like the average Joe, like we are, no, that's way out of our price range. And there again, it's a completely sealed system. So it would be one of those where you've got to have everybody in that same instance. Everyone has to have access to that network that you want on that network and nobody outside of there has access to that. So, I mean, that's that's a whole different thing. So I don't know why companies would, would trust Apple, quite frankly. But you know what? Apparently, as of today, as if we haven't been warning about this for years now, apparently the administration, they're a little bit skeptical of TikTok now. Here's Corrine Jean-Pierre. We've been very clear that TikTok, uh, you know, 
poses a problem and an issue. And so we have concerns about that as it relates to Americans' data, collecting Americans' data, and the potential national security risk. And we've been very, very clear on that. Have you now? Have you been very clear on that? You've been very adamant about the uh, the national security risk. Have you? Really? Um, as nearest I can tell, the entire administration used it during the election campaign, I think. And let's not forget all the TikTokers and, and TikTok influence people that they had at the White House, what, about a month ago? And all of a sudden, yeah. this is now a, a big national security concern. Yeah, you had the... Um transgendered uh dude well it's it's a dude oh yeah yeah thinks yeah, he's yeah. a woman yeah he's a tiktok influencer the one that just had their face scraped off yeah 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 so uh i mean the other thing uh they were all crying foul when trump said the same thing when he said we should ban tiktok they were all crying foul so uh, which is it? I, I, I'm. You haven't been clear. In fact, uh, saying that you've been clear on this is gaslighting the American people um, because you haven't been. You've been everything but clear. Well, with all of this being said, the House of Representatives today has passed a resolution through a committee, which that will put it once it's passed a committee, that means it will be put forth in a bill. And then, of course, that bill will have to be passed by the House. And then, of course, it goes through the Senate. And if it gets passed by the Senate, then it goes to the president's desk and the president has to sign off on it and it becomes law. So the chances of that process happening with this app is slim to none. I'm just going to put it that way. But for the sake of argument, let's say that it does, in which case... TikTok, the app itself, would be banned across the entirety of the United States. Wouldn't you know that the Europeans, as in like the European Union, wouldn't you know that almost like clockwork, you know, TikTok, clockwork, you get it, huh? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you like that? Almost like clockwork, they're introducing the exact same legislation. It's almost like they're they're doing it on purpose for the matters of public consumption, of course. Do you know, you mentioned this privately the other night, and I, I'm I'm... I, I kind of agree with you on it, uh, and I, I I can see where you're coming from with it. Uh, and that is, they're trying to put the wind-up toy back in the box, aren't they? Mm -hmm. I, I, I do think so. Uh, China's become a problem, and they're trying to uh, make it painful for China for being a problem. That said, I have issue with this. Uh, TikTok is a problem, I agree. It is a security risk, I agree. However, if you're going to ban TikTok... The only the only place that you can ban it as the government is from your government phones. You can't tell the American people it's banned. You, you can't use it. That's out of your jurisdiction, in my opinion. It's a dangerous precedent. I don't like it because then they could say, oh, we have another dangerous uh, um, app out there, Telegram, or we have another dangerous app out there. You know, pick pick your pick your uh, app. It doesn't matter. I, I don't like them being able to come in and say, "Well, this one's this one's dangerous. You can't have it, American people. You can't make the decisions for yourself on whether or not you you can use this." So there there should be other means of like punishing China, for example, for the lack of security there, or you know, or punishing companies in general for uh, scraping off user information and not giving the users something in return, like you know. If you're going to sell my information, I want to cut, as an example, and you need my authorization first. If they would do something like that, instead of saying, well, we have to ban TikTok, I would be okay with that. But instead, coming in and just saying, we're going to ban apps wholesale, 
I, I, I don't like giving that kind of authority to the government. Right. I, no, I, I see your point. And to be honest with you, I don't know how they could do that because you've got companies that release uh, independent, uh, what they call APK files. And that's specifically for Android. That's not for Apple because you can't do this with Apple. Uh, Apple, to their credit, it would be a little bit easier to get rid of an application because it being a closed system, Apple can just arbitrarily go in and say, nope, sorry. And that's it. That's the end of it. With Android, they can't do that. So if you have the file they itself, can. can they do that? So technically, all you your apps, apps, all your, all your devote, you can still load them. But here's the catch. All devices, including PCs, have a kill switch. So if the government says um, we're going to ban TikTok and the companies all agree, OK, uh, we're going to ban TikTok, they can all hit the kill switch. And even if you sideload it onto an Android or you load it onto your PC, it will not work because it's banned. It's the kill switch is, in, is Interesting. engaged. Interesting. I guess the only way that you would have around something like that, if you're one of these uh, companies would be to put your service, as in like the actual service itself and the offices that administer it, inside of a country that's outside of these countries' jurisdictions. For example, Switzerland. <laughs> you know, they're they're yeah. not subject to the to the EU and the um, uh, the U.S. stipulations when it comes to like banning applications. That's why they're able to get away with so many down there. I think there's only two places that that you can do that in in, in the world is um, uh, Switzerland and um, uh, Panama. I think those are the two um, I think, places that are, are free no, I, of that. I think, um, I think the United Arab Emirates, uh, because that's where a lot of, uh, that, that's where Telegram is based out of. That's where they all went after they all fled Russia. Okay. So okay. they went down there uh, and their services in their offices are run out of Dubai, I believe. And okay. they, they're outside of international law there. But of course, I mean, they have to abide by business law in the United Arab Emirates, of course. But- um, you know, I, I expect that being the host country, but in the uh, new in, in the near future, it'll be space. Uh, the, the, it'll no longer be you know here on the planet. We may have something banned, but you'll you'll have someone on Mars or the Moon or in space that is going to do it, and that'll be out of their jurisdiction. But to that, um, that was one of the big. Uh, <laughs> Uh, if you weren't in the electronic world, that was one of the big things about Windows 10 that everybody was uh, everybody, not everybody. It was it was a big um, debacle. Uh, there was a kill switch included in Windows 10 and going forward, every Windows uh, operating system was going to have it. Well, you know, as I said, Android, uh, Apple, all the Apple devices, including, you know, whether it's a, uh, an iPhone or a Mac, it doesn't matter. They all have kill, kill switches. They've all had kill switches for a while. And their argument is, well, if there's a virus or, you know, let's say somebody does some big, um, you know, another worm or something or, you know, uh, somebody does like a Stuxnet virus and it, it, it's for the average person and not like an individual, you know, you're not hitting a nuclear reactor like the Stuxnet was, then uh, they could kill switch it. They could just hit that software. That's their argument. Um but it lays it has the, that's the groundwork for some some kind of social credit system or some kind of uh, control apparatus to say, well, you can't use this app anymore. Or who's to say they won't tie it to something and say, you know, you, you, you've browsed Twitter enough or you've played enough games or you've read enough or you've listened to enough music. We're, we're going to your, your allotment for the day is done. Your 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 carbon footprint is too much, uh, so you can't use it. The groundwork is already there. 
and you're already complicit to it, the average person is like, yeah, okay, it's for our safety or they don't even know it exists. So like the charging feature that is part of the new iOS update that you were mentioning in prep. Yeah, the, there's a new charging feature for iPhones. Um, if you're not on a green uh, or renewable energy network, uh, your phone will charge at a slower rate, except for at night. Uh, supposedly at night, your char your phone will charge at normal speeds, I think, or something, or they expect you to charge at night or something to that effect. Uh, but right now you can shut it off. There is a way to shut it off and you can go and find, you know, uh, videos you know and what? stuff on that and how to do it. But do you know what? I, honestly, that wouldn't be such a bad thing if these companies wouldn't be responsible for screwing with your battery life to begin with. And let's be honest, how many times have you as the, uh, the, the device owner, how many times have you done a software update and all of a sudden your battery life goes from, I don't know, um, all day to a few hours and you don't understand why? How about the fact that Google and Apple, these companies specifically, because they're the software companies behind them, how about the fact that they've got so many background processes running that you can't turn off, I might add, that that's what chews into your battery life too. Or the amount of throttling they do on your device's CPU because, you know, you know how your device feels like it gets slower and slower over time? Yeah, they admitted to that here fairly recently that uh, they do that on purpose because um, it's to save the hardware you see because your battery over time decays and doesn't uh, emit the right voltage so they save your CPU and throttle your CPU so it doesn't get damaged over time. Um, that was the claim. However, if you're familiar with the uh, design to fail um, a technique that companies use nowadays, um, they're basically making your phone worse, uh, making it slower, making you, God, man, this is getting so slow. You know, they, they got that new iPhone coming out. Maybe I'll just upgrade. You know, it's been two years. I just get, you know, the new plan with the phone or whatever, and you buy a new phone. That, that's the intention. I, I find that rather criminal. You know, I, I've had this phone for, has it been three years? I think it's been three years. Almost three years. I, I've had this this phone for three years since we did the software yeah. changeover. Since, since we did the software yeah, changeover. Yeah. And you know what? Do you know how many problems I've had with this, with a battery or with the software or the speed or any of that? Zero. All of zero. And I get maybe three or four updates in the software, the core software, a month. And I have And to be fair, no though, to be fair, you will see battery problems. You will see battery sure. degradation. Now, I do, yes, that that's a given. Yeah, sure. I do see battery problems only with certain apps from time to time, uh, most notably uh, Signal. And I was mentioning that on our Encrypted Phone podcast. I have a problem with battery life. It, just something with that app. I don't know what it is. I don't know what they're doing, but it's not very kind to these particular devices. So I, I don't know. Just yeah, yeah. It Apple Apple is bad about that. Um, for reference, I I believe after uh, two years, I think it is eighty. You're you're only able to use eighty percent of your battery capacity. Um, and it or maybe that was after the first year or something like that. Uh, Samsung phones have a much higher standard because you know that you remember that debacle where the phones were exploding. Yeah, minor uh, inconvenience. Yeah, the S twenty or whatever or it was. Or no, yeah, whatever. Uh, it note, was, it's been note, a it's uh, been a while. The Note three or the Note four, something like that. Yes. Yeah, 
something like that. It, it's yeah. been a while because they changed their battery standards, and now Samsung has the highest battery standards uh, when it comes to mobile devices. And I believe within the the first year, you lose about five percent of your battery, whereas Apple is fifteen to twenty. It's 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 a big difference, and it it, it continues on that trend. I've had my Samsung for well, it's an it's an S8 Plus, and I've had it since it released. Like the year it released, I got it, or a year after it released. Good lord, and it still works. So, and it still works fine. Yeah, I have battery problems. Obviously, the, the phone only lasts a day, you know, uh, charge. But I remember yeah. I was um, I, I was in the states, and I had to. Um, I the last time I was in the states, I had a uh, I had a Galaxy Note two with me, and I remember the guy saying. Yeah, I walked into a T-Mobile store. I needed a charger. I, for whatever reason, I, I forgot. I, I needed a mobile charger, and I needed one of the uh, the USB ones, you know, to plug into the uh, car. And I uh, I stopped into a T-Mobile store, and this this guy says, "All right, what kind of phone you got?" And I said, "A Galaxy Note 2. And he said, "Are you serious?" And I said, "Yeah." He goes, "It still works." <laughs> I said, "Yeah." And I, th- now, mind you, this is this has been a few years, and I said, "Yeah, it, it still works." I said, "I don't have any problems with it," and he says how do you have that thing still running? And I said, I don't have any junk on it. You know, I don't, I don't have like social media, Facebook, Twitter, any of that stuff. I said, I I don't do any of that stuff. I said, I don't take pictures or anything like that. And he says, you know something? He says, I wholeheartedly agree with you. He says, I think all that stuff needs to be shut down anyway. You know, you talked yesterday about the, uh, the generations, uh, how they are, as, as far as like our generation and younger, you said that things changed. I agree that things changed. And I, I can pretty much tell you what changed and when it changed. It was right after 9-11 is when it changed. I'm saying that because we had a technological shift during the time that 9-11 happened. I just so happened to be in the business of that technological shift at the same time. The world was switching from analog devices to digital devices. We were seeing the dawn of the color screens on mobile devices. We were seeing the push from the telecom companies. They were small telecom companies at the time. They were more like regional telecom companies. But we saw the push from them before. This has been many years before they consolidated. You know, now you've you've consolidated into what, three companies? Maybe four, at least in the US. And so you had pushes from these regional companies to put a device in everybody's hand. 18 years old, especially those people coming out of high school, going into college. Oh, let's get them phones. Let's get them phones. Let's sell it to them with no deposits. Remember, you used to have to put a deposit down on a phone when you didn't have any credit. If you were 18 years old, you didn't have any credit. You didn't have years of credit build up, so you couldn't do that. You had to put a deposit down to get a phone. But The companies came through and said, you know what? Let's get rid of that deposit. Let's buy the devices wholesale. We'll give them away to every single kid, every single 18-year-old, because who doesn't want a phone when you're 18 years old and you're going off to college? That's how it was sold to everybody. Hey, you're going off to college. You want to keep in touch with with friends and family. We'll get you that phone. Bring your parents in. They'll be happy to have that to where they can reach you at any point in time. That's when it changed. And of course, as time progressed, you had the, which we had them at the time, but they didn't have the, the full color touch screens of the Palm devices, if you remember those. That was the thing. What you had back then, and I actually carried one, you had a BlackBerry. You were starting to see the first iterations of the color screens of BlackBerry devices. That was your smartphone for the time. You could get your email on the go. You could do text messaging with a full keyboard. That was unheard of. That was unheard of. You could bake phone calls 
all the rest of it on one device looked like the size of a calculator, but nonetheless, you could have that. And as time progressed, and, and it moved pretty quick, as I recall, within a matter of maybe four to six years, everybody was wanting a, a BlackBerry device. This is before the smartphone. The iPhone is when it changed again. So we changed over around 2007, 2006, 2000, between 2006, 2008 is when the smartphone came into being. Before that, we actually used to have cool devices. But I think that you were on to something yesterday. That's when it changed. It changed right when our generation or, you know, because we're in this, actually the same demographic, but it changed yeah. right around that time when the devices went from analog to digital communications and everybody started getting one of these devices in their hands. It wasn't wasn't the smartphone thing. It was just a phone. That's all it was. It was when everybody could be connected and make phone calls to other people wherever they were, whenever they wanted. That's when it changed. Because before that, you had to meet somebody, you had to page somebody, you had to get them to a phone, you had to go to a pay phone, you had to get somebody that had a car phone, or if you were a kid, social networking was your bicycle. Yeah. Or you would call your friend's house and you'd get one of the parents and be like, is so-and-so there? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, he was here about 15 minutes ago. You just missed him. He's yeah. headed over to so-and-so and you call there and, you know, it's yeah. like, can I leave a message yeah. for him? Have him call me when he gets there. Yeah. Well, um, there was also that short time of flip phones being popular and yeah. uh, our school had a, a special, you know, if you were higher in the curriculum or whatever, in the advanced classes, they got you a PDA. So that was kind of like, that was the short time Ooh. period before flip phones went to smartphones and you had the PDAs and everything. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that, that, that short the little window. Digital and now assistant. P yeah, yeah. Personal digital assistant. Now that's your smartphone. They merged the two. Yeah. I remember those. Yeah. I, uh, I had one used to sell those things too. Uh, and they, when I was in college and they, yeah, they, uh, they were really popular, those things. And of course, you know, went, uh, went differently once the, uh, the smartphone came along, but anyway, but well, it led was an early, I was an early adopter to the color devices because I had a Game Boy Color when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Well, it has led to a, uh, a societal decadence, the likes of which we have never seen before in human history. And we ended yesterday talking about physical fitness. I would like to play the audio from what we showed yesterday but did not play. Uh, this is our great national effort that was put forth by President John F. Kennedy before he was assassinated. Listen very closely to what he wanted to do for the children of our nation. Now, mind you, what you're about to hear, and for those of us that are subscribed to us on Telegram, you can, you can actually see this. What you're about to hear, these are high school students. I welcome this opportunity to speak to the people of America about a subject which I believe to be most important and that is the subject of physical fitness. And I speak not only as President of the United States, but also as a parent of two children, who I hope will, will grow up with those qualities of vigor and energy, which uh, we identify with the best of America. This should be a matter of concern to us all. A country uh, is as strong, really, as its citizens. And I think that mental and physical health, mental and physical vigor, go hand in hand. Ready up! Five, six, five, set, start on, ready. 
I hope that uh, we will not find a day in the United States when all of us are spectators, except for a few who are out on the field. I hope all Americans will be on the field. This is a subject uh, which should be of interest to us all. It is possible for young men to achieve difficult physical feats if they're motivated in the right direction. And I hope when we have seen the astonishing results which we have seen, where we've been able in the short space of two and three months to change the physical habits and strength of our children, that this will spread to every school district in the United States. All of us will participate, and in so doing, we'll be better citizens and happier ones. This is a challenge for us all, children, boys and girls, college students, mothers and fathers, and all of us, I think, should welcome it. I hope all of you will join in a great national effort to build a strong and better America through physical effort and through the contributions we can make by the drive and force we bring to our daily lives. Thank you. Do you still think that it was a coincidence that he was assassinated? And of course, we never had the great national effort. What we had was the great society. That would have been that would have been uh, societal changing instead of having issues with, um, you know, well, inner city problems and the youth having high suicide rates and whatnot, destruction of the family, all those things that would have curbed that it would have gone the other direction. That would have encouraged more interaction with families and you would have had uh, men that were disciplined, uh, not just in physical discipline, but also mental discipline, because that's the start. That's where it begins is with the physical body. If you can discipline the body, you can discipline the mind. They, they go hand in hand. So uh, and it's the same with mental health. Mental health starts with physical well-being. So... Yeah. And we wouldn't have gone down the road, I think, at least it, possibly, but I, I doubt very seriously that we would have ended up down the road of all the bad food and all the bad uh, consumables that we have now with something like that, because people that are in healthy shape wouldn't have put up with that. Yeah, they would have been more mindful of of uh, their diets and, yeah. and yeah. you know, uh, sugar intake and all those kind of things. They would have been on people's minds and they would have been against, well, corporations wouldn't have seen a, a, an opening to do that because um, there would have been, you know, people would have been aware of it. They would, they would know. So people would yeah. demand healthy, fresh food. They, they would demand it. There would be more of an uproar when, uh, you know, they start having just randomly having um, uh, egg production uh, facilities just go up in flames or they start charging, you know, $9 for a dozen eggs now. Uh, there'd be more pushback from the average person. And uh, yeah, you start saying, well, you're going to eat bugs. Um, the population would be even less willing to go down that road. New study on that. I actually heard uh, from a uh, from a doctor a few days ago. The preliminary results are not promising when it comes to the uh, the bugs, if you will. And that is the outer shell of them. You know, the the hard coating or whatever it is that's on them. Exoskeleton. Yeah. Yes, that's not able to be digested by the human digestive system. And therefore, they expect, obviously, it's inconclusive at the moment, but they expect some real problems coming out of that. Most notably, an increase in all types of diseases in the gut and uh, bacterial, you know, b gut bacterial problems and uh, possibly even the uh, emergence of new types of cancers in the digestive system because of that. You know the you know the phrase "you are what you eat." Yes, um, very well. 
because of that phrase now there you could say oh that's not scientific blah 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 um actually it is if you look at how the digestive tract works now we have a better understanding you literally are what you eat so with that said that's why i encourage people that i know and uh myself included i stay away from scavenger uh meats you know if, if it's a uh, like for example pork not a huge fan of pork you know why i'm not a huge fan of pork it's a scavenger it eats junk uh, same thing with shellfish, same thing with bugs. They're all scavengers. And what they eat is junk. It's garbage, it's trash, it's the the leftovers, the you know, rotting material, what have you. That's the kind of stuff that they eat. You're gonna eat that I- insect or or pork or what have you that was ingesting the uh, filth and you're going to eat that. You're eating the filth yourself. Uh, that's basically what it's boiling down to. That's why I don't like the shellfish and the pork and whatnot. Same thing with bugs. So no, I will not be eating bugs. And the the fact that you were unable to digest the exoskeleton, actually, uh, I, I learned that because um, when you have dogs and you live in the South, you have problems with cicadas and yes. dogs yeah, love true. cicadas. Yeah. And anyway, I talked to the vet about that. And that's actually something that they mentioned was um, you shouldn't let your pet consume too many of those because they can't digest the the exoskeleton uh, of it. And that could actually cause problems. So um, no surprise that um, the humans have the same issue. We can't digest the uh, exoskeleton. Go figure. Bruce, Robert Downey Jr. is very disappointed in you. You know what? I, I had uh, I had some hopes for him. Uh, is a great actor, um, has a great story of what he came from, but uh, you, you're you're on board with the. You, I, I'm very disappointed. He played one of my favorite characters in the Avenger movies. Uh, I really liked the Tony Stark character, and it, it, mainly because you have such a transition and a change of the character over time. You know, he he grows, if you will. And I like exo, I like exosuits anyway, so uh, that's kind of my thing. I'm I'm just I'm hugely disappointed that he's on board with this. Anybody that's on board with changing our diet, if you believe in evolution, uh, for example, why the hell are you trying to change our diet overnight, literally, uh, when it's taken us millions of years to come to this point of omnivore? Why are you changing it now to to be basically vegetarian with insects? Uh, the the kind of ramifications this should be something that we slowly evolve into if again if you're an evolutionist if you're not an evolutionist it's you're an omnivore i mean if you're if you're someone that believes that god created you this way uh as an example christianity uh do you know who the first one was to kill an animal according to the old testament it's actually god god killed the animal when adam and eve after they had sinned he killed it and skinned it made him clothing so with that said, I'm uh, going to continue to eat my beef. I'm going to continue to eat fish. I do enjoy that as well. And uh, they can um, take a hike. Well, to your point about eating healthy, which all of that is eating healthy, to your point about physical fitness, and to your point about where we are as a physically fit and ready people, A new study is out today. Again, take this for what you will. 77% of young Americans are physically unqualified to join the armed forces. Let me repeat that. 77% 
of young Americans are physically unqualified to join the armed forces. Bruce, do you know what they're doing in China? Do you know, do you know what they're teaching school kids in China? They're teaching them how to field dress combat rifles. And that should be standard, though, here in the U.S. I agree. The Amendment. I, mean, I agree. And, and what are we doing? What are we doing in, in schools in America? Well, we're teaching you, you can be 75 genders. This is the disconnect here. Along with the fact that you have healthier populations in as like, you know, physically fit. You have physically fit people in other countries around the world, whereas we don't have that in the U.S. A recent study has found 77% of Americans between the ages of 17 and 24 are physically unqualified to join the armed forces, which is up 6% from 2017. Yeah, we've had a few years of something called a lockdown where people weren't allowed to go anywhere. So they decided that they were going to, well, go to those essential places, right? Because you couldn't go to the non-essential places. So you could go to the essential places like Burger King and Pizza Hut and and McDonald's and the, these places. You could go to those places. That, Taco Bell, you know, that was fine. The candy aisle. The candy aisle. Yeah, you go to the, yeah, the liquor place. Yeah, the liquor stores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get all your mm-hmm. alcohol needs, you like all this stuff. You get all you, marijuana dispensaries were open. Yeah, you get all your snacks also, and your munchies there. Something to point out: uh, you you mentioned China and what they're doing there. Also, keep in mind TikTok is Chinese, and the things that they push in the uh, you know trending is the gender uh, neutrality, gender uh, or transgenderism, you know that kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff they're pushing in there. So. Yes, I'm. I think uh, TikTok is a problem, but you know, keep that in mind as well. This is the stuff that's being pushed from all sides, and our enemies are using this against us. I wonder if you go to Russia or China, would you find that same content on that app? No, I don't think so. You don't. No, you I don't. don't think so. Mm-mm. I, I I know of people that have tested that theory, and you don't see the same trends. No, no, uh, certainly it's don't. Different. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. They use that against us to demoralize yep. us. That's the whole point of it. So to put this study into simpler terms, over three quarters of Americans within the prime military recruitment ages are too fat to raise their hand to serve. <laughs> so look at those two statistics that I mentioned again. Let's just look at that one more time. It's bad now, yes, but that same demographic was just as obese and unqualified six years ago. According to 2020 numbers, 42% of American adults are considered, quote, obese, with 19% on active duty falling in that category. You hear that? We got 19% of people that are in active duty that aren't physically fit. That number is actually up 16% of obesity in the active duty force in two, since 2015. Good Lord, what are we doing? What on earth are we doing? I think, I think, and it's just me, but consider the advert from JFK that we just played. Don't you think it's time for a new national effort? At least I would think so. All of those kids they show in there, they're the type that you would see in a movie that would be like your Navy SEAL or, you know, those, those, that's what they the, look the, like the, the seat that, they have. No, no, I'll do you one better. They look like the cast of 300. Yeah, that's true. That's actually that's actually something that kind of crossed my mind is that it's like Roman era where um, physical fitness was important, you know, back uh, kind of in that in that time period. And the expectation of men was to look like that, to, to look ripped. That's what those dudes had. And this is something like I know people that they have to change their diet. They exercise like four hours a day and all that kind of stuff to try to look like that. 
And those high schoolers had it within three months. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. All right. We're going to kick out of here a few minutes early. We will be back tomorrow with Marty. So you got anything else today? Uh, actually, a bit of fun. Good news. Uh, oh, I yeah. Think yeah give me something. Good. Uh, yeah. What do you got? Lori Lightfoot is out. I, I just thought oh, that yes. was a fun one. Yeah. I that's really what's did not like her. So it's, well, Bruce, this mm. this is a day that democracy has almost died. Yeah. Um, sure. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, democracy can go ahead and go die uh, because this isn't a democracy. I do have a quote from Lori Lightfoot here. She says that obviously we didn't win the election, but I stand here with my head held high and my heart full of thanks. You will not be defined by how you fall, but you will be defined by how hard you work and how much you do for other people. Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. She just used a meritocracy. Excuse me. You didn't you didn't follow any of that during your term. Uh, you, if somebody went against you, you said, oh, you're racist or you're a bigot because I'm a lesbian and all those kind of things. Yes. Screw you. Yeah, I'm yes. glad she's gone. <laughs> yeah. It's not as if the the crime rate in Chicago had anything to do with it. it wasn't that. Was no, it? no, no. In fact, I, I'm not only am I glad she's gone, but she won. She, she won third place. That's she got third place yeah. with 19 percent of the vote. It's like 19.4 or something like that percent of the vote, less than 20%. Yeah, and you can tell right there that a lot of the residents are very, very displeased, if you will. So they should be. Yeah, they absolutely they should be. I'd be ex uh, well, I wouldn't even be in Chicago if I had the means. If I were a Chicago resident and I had the means, I would have gotten the hell out of there a long time ago. I certainly wouldn't stay there now, and I, I would not want to raise a family there. Uh, and I, you know, I feel for the people that that have families there and and don't have the financial means to leave. So just as much as I feel for the people of uh, of East Palestine and all throughout the middle. Ohio Valley that don't have the means to to leave because I think the problems there are just as bad although one is actually in your face and the other one is a, a slow creeping death anyway all right we're going to go ahead and call this one done so Bruce I want to thank you for being here today I want to thank all of the listeners God bless everyone have a great evening